0: Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ.
1: And this is Matt. And you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Luke Community. Whew. Uh, what, what, what's our excuse this time, guys? Dinner ain't my homework. Who,
2: who is this? Who are you? Yeah, <laughs>
1: stop calling me. Who are you, people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a few weeks, for those of you that um, have been keeping an eye on the podcast, or maybe I should say an ear. It's been quite a few weeks <laughs> since we've managed to get together to actually have a conversation. You can blame that on real life. It's not for the want of trying. I think the messages go out across our Facebook group every week, at least a couple of times on the Okay. How do we align our diaries? But it's fair to say that the three of us are rather busy at the moment doing lots of different things. And it's making it very difficult to, well, get together on Skype, have a chat, record it and present it to you folks out there in the big world of Lacuna Corland um, as a podcast. Anyway, when I am joined by someone, I am joined by Mike and Russ. So, let's say hello to the guys. Mike, how are you, sir? How have you been since the last time we spoke, which was nearly a month ago?
0: Yes, I'm good, thanks. A um, couple of weeks ago, I went to Dublin for the weekend um, to see some friends. So that was nice. Had some uh, nice Guinness on the Guinness tour. That was That was always good. And I've been in Alton Towers uh, this weekend um, on all the rides, so that was pretty amazing as well. So um, been quite busy, and other than that, just lots and lots of work, as all of us have been by the sounds of it.
1: I found that when I went to Dublin, the, the Guinness is really expensive. Yeah,
0: yeah. It seems to have gone a lot cheaper, I think, Dublin, over oh, okay. the oh, well, last maybe, 18 months. Maybe they I saw mean, me coming. Well, when we when we went there for Lacuna Call quite a few years ago, I do remember it was astronomical. But I think times have changed.
1: Yeah, maybe we just went to the most expensive place.
0: Yeah, in Temple Bar. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's probably
0: <laughs> what
2: it was. Temple Bar and Temple Bar. Well, I've yeah. heard that actually, because um, remember when I went to Dublin a couple of years ago, it was like extortionately expensive. Whereas mm. now, sort of, someone I work with actually is originally from Ireland, and they were sort of saying that probably in the last eighteen months, two years prices over there really, really dropped because the, the bottom's sort of fallen out of the Euros. So, uh, yeah, 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 apparently time, times have changed over there. So, uh, yeah, should we have a player play show in Dublin? I mm. sense a road trip and uh, a couple of beers in a pub, gentlemen.
1: Mm. Well, we should definitely do that as long as you don't have to mortgage the house to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember buying the round last time and I think I bought yeah. like four, I think it was either three or it's four. Two, pint-
0: two lagers and two Guinness, I think. Yeah, it was about
1: uh, like €29. Euros. <laughs> I was like... Huh?
0: Uh, <laughs> like, what the hell is that all
1: about so okay so you've been to dublin russ what have you been up to me pretty sad times really just hectic with work working
2: late nights but um i did manage to get out last night to the royal hour Hall to catch a bit of a uh, david gilmore pink Floyd, which was blinding but um aside from that on my downtime just sort of trying to check out the uh, the last couple of albums that have come out and um believe it or not i've still not gone around to hearing the new slayer record yet which i've heard is a bit of a mixed bag but uh yeah, we shall see. What's I, Matt been up to?
1: I haven't. I haven't listened to Slayer yet. I've listened to the Iron Maiden album a couple of times, which I quite like. Mm. That's quite listenable. Uh, I did notice that you went to Albert Hall. I saw your Instagram spam of la- of the laser show. must have been about it's five or six. It's a bit posh. It? It's a bit posh up there. <laughs> <It was> very <laughs> impressive. I, I must admit, it was very impressive.
2: Um, have you ever been in the Royal Albert Hall? Oh,
1: decades ago. Decades it ago. Is-
2: amazing. It's like, you're kind of steeped in history, and the acoustics in there are just out of this world. I mean, you know, we thought London Roundhouse was good. It's like Royal Albert Hall is like that, but I don't know, on um, times 10, 100.
1: Well, the acoustics are only good because they put the kind of flying saucers against the ceiling. It is,
2: yeah. The flying yeah. saucers, the mushrooms yeah. in yeah. the ceiling. To but, bounce it uh,
1: back down again. Otherwise, it was horrendous acoustics all those but, years ago. For those of you who don't know, the Royal Albert Hall is... um. A hall in London, right by Hyde Park. Uh, very, very famous. Google it, basically. <laughs> um, it's lots of um, classical music is played there, I'd say, stereotypically. Maybe I'm being a bit short, short-sighted. short Well, yeah, uh, you
2: kind of walk in and it's just one giant orchestra pit and they kind of change it around and push the stage to sort of one side and yeah. open up the with sort of seating and stuff. But yeah, pretty much bang on.
1: Last night at the proms is normally at the Royal Albert Hall, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah. But this time it was Dave Gilmore, so it was good night, was it?
2: It was very good night. So, um, you know, the bar was a tad expensive. You know, I was I was on the water because I made the horrendous mistake of driving, and anyone that knows in a London traffic don't do it. Your Tip poor. of the day: next time get the train, far easier. But so yeah, it's about fifteen quid for a bottle of wine and a and a brandy and coke. It's probably you know quite reasonable for, for fifteen quid for prices. a bottle of wine
1: and a brandy and a coke. B- bottle of water and a brandy oh, and coke. You said whiskey. wine. <laughs> yeah, I, bottle like, of wine go I'm gonna go there again. Yeah, I oh, no, Bottle of water. So uh, all yeah. right, okay. Now that's not so good. That's uh, oh, uh, all. Yeah, so what else have i will been up to? I'm working mostly, actually. My wife's not been very well for the last couple of weeks, which has made it difficult to find time to get the podcast. So unfortunately, my family's out today, um, so I'm I'm recording in my living room for a change. Uh, she's upstairs feeling sorry for herself. Um, so I want everybody everywhere to give her an ah. Um, <laughs> what else have I been up to? Um, that's kind of it, really. I, I've been online, but I haven't been posting a lot. I've been reading a few books recently, catch up on a few Netflix series. Um, got into miniature painting. I used to do that years ago, and I recently bought a board game for my kids, and we've been painting the miniatures. Well, I say kids, they're all grown-ups, but we quite like painting them. So I've been realising that I'm significantly blinder than I was 20 years ago. Um, hmm. So, yeah, I've been doing that. But that's kind of been it, really. Anyway, so, yeah, in terms of news-wise, uh, it's all it'll be quite on the lacunical front. It's fair to say that they're coming to the end of their holidays. I have it on good authority. They're now looking at um or looking at listening to, and uh, sort of preparing to record the the next album, which I promise they will be doing towards the back end of this year. So that sounds like it's pretty much on track. Um, what we do know is that in a couple of weeks' time they're playing at the um Femi Festival. I don't even know. Is that how you say it? I guess that's how you say it. We'll, we'll push him into that. The Fem Festival. Uh, are we going? Uh, guys, you, you, you've you decided to ditch me for better things, no doubt, and you're not going. Is that right?
2: Uh, I, I would... not one other band that's playing on it. I'm so far off my
0: radar. Yeah, oh, I've, G- I've, I've seen... Chaconian, of
1: Passion, Tristia, Tristania. Come on. No, I know nothing.
0: Um, I know bits, but I don't know. Okay. I mean, well, you're missing out on it,
1: what he it should... Well, I should have said it correctly. It's the female metal event but I'm calling it Femi because I'm weird.
0: We'll wait for the tour next um next Easter once we've done the album.
1: Well I'm heading out there. Um there's a couple of reasons for that. I've got something I need to get to Mark give to Marco. I've got some stuff I need to give to Christina and um actually I might even get a chance to see them play. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the plan. I'll be taking my cameras. I know that there's um quite a few coilers from the community, the coiler community on Facebook and um, quite a few people from across mainland Europe that are, that are going to see them, so I'm hoping to... to... And
0: Anthony from the yeah, States. Yeah, and
1: of course Anthony's coming over, so we'll be hanging well, out. First time in many years that we've been to see a Lacuna Core show together. Probably close to about nine years, I think, was the last time we he and I caught up for a show, so that's going to be a special event for the two of us. Yeah. Um, Really looking forward to that. So yeah, it's going to be hopefully quite a lot of fun. I'm planning on drinking my way through the festival, <laughs> and I'm also going to take my recording equipment over there and uh, hopefully ask them a few random questions, which kind of, I guess, brings us on to our little mini subject for this evening, which is what questions are are we going to pull together and ask um, Lacuna Coil? What, what questions am I going to ask Lacuna Coil? What questions do you have for me? So, um, and Mike, I know you've got, got a question, so do you want to sort of tell us what it is and where you want to know the answer to it? And then I'll add it to the list of questions I'm going to. I'm planning on just jumping in and putting a camera in their face and asking these questions quite randomly. I was thinking
0: hard now. Excuse me, I can't even speak. Um, I think it should be current band, current band that you would like to tour with that you haven't had the opportunity to do a tour with yet, Um, either opening um, for you or vice versa if it's a, a really huge band that you would like to open with. So what would the, that be
1: the current band, a current band that you would like to tour with that you have another one. Yeah, band. yeah. Okay. Is there anybody in particular you would like me to ask that question of, just in case I have the opportunity?
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I any of them really. Is there any okay. mega, mega band that's massive that you would like to open with? I could say that
2: might okay. go down. I've mega done it. Mega
1: death. Mm. Thanks, Russ. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We can open with, really. so you don't think they're, they're going to sort of turn around and say we'd like to be supported by?
0: Well, there, there is that option, or would they like open for someone like Rammstein or someone throwing it out there like that? Is there any favourite that they have potentially?
1: I was going to say something really contentious and say is Rammstein still a current band? I haven't heard anything from them. Well, they
0: will, well, they will be in 2017 when they have the new album. <laughs> Current-ish.
1: There we go. All right, so don't hold your breath.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, any other
1: questions, Mike?
0: Um, just how is the whole process going with everything as a band?
1: How is the whole process going with everything in bit the band? It's quite a boring <laughs> one, isn't it? <laughs> it's of what, now. <laughs> yeah. Could you be a little, <laughs> just, make, <laughs> a little bit more specific for me, just because that's gonna make I'm <laughs> me, just gonna <laughs> try stupid. How's the whole process? <laughs> yeah. going um how's the how's the whole, pro- being? whole being in a band <laughs> thing working out for <laughs> you guys? guys?
0: And who who are you guys again?
1: Yeah, um, I'm not asking that question, Mike. Give me some yeah. people that I can just hang hang on Thank Um Mike.
0: might or my might. There we go.
1: Vegemite or Marmite? Just a yeah. random. Yeah. Write, yeah like palm. or yeah. or like.
0: Blank uh,
2: expressions wondering what the fuck that is in the first interview. Okay. Yeah. Vegemite
1: or Marmite. All right. I'll ask that question. And they'll go, eh? Well, we'll see, won't we? I'll give it a go. Yeah. And I'm, but I'm not going for the whole how's this band thing working.
0: Out,
2: yeah. You?
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was. OK, what about you, guys?
2: What's it like to be a female in a metal band?
1: I, I'll probably ask that. I'll What's uh, ask... the
0: meaning of one
1: nineteen? Yeah, yeah. I'll ask that one as well. I just <clears thought they'd throat> laugh at me, and so can the rest of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've, I've, I've given up on the whole one. No, I haven't really. I keep lying to myself, but yes, please. Man. They'll tell me one day. They promised that they would, but I'm figuring that they probably won't. How about you, Russ? What have you got? That uh...
2: um, questions for the band? Um, I can think of two off the top of my head. Um, first one would be. What influences a decision to tour and where, these days in the current climate? And the second one would probably be what influences um, have led to the creation of the new album, if any influences at all that spring to spring to mind.
1: And you, when you say the, the new album, you mean the the forthcoming to be recorded, the forthcoming but album, yeah, on.
2: yeah, In okay. terms of sort of touring, I think put that as a question towards Andrea. In terms of influences on the album, uh, throw that one to uh, Christina and Marco.
1: Okay, fair enough. Um, I, I think that interest that that one about what influences touring and where is quite an interesting one, isn't it? I think that mm. the, these days our perception of the mu- music scene is it's it's not it's not an easy place to be. In. Um, you know, the, the music industry has changed dramatically. There's there's different kinds of influences. There's different kinds of pressures on bands these days. But again, uh, interesting to see what they say. Uh, as for myself, um. You've kind of covered some of the ones I have. I think, uh, how's that? How's being in a band coming on for you guys? It's probably yes. on my list. <laughs> uh, I will go, um, any Italian songs on the new album because we didn't get any on Broken Crown Halo. Uh, any ballads, ballads. Ballads, what the hell is that? Ballads. 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 Hello, yes. <laughs> I'm being very English today. Uh, no, I I I went to the Royal Album Have you, have you got any go ballads on your album? Um, Any ballads, I should have said, on the album? That's how I'm going to say it now. I'm just going to go, oh, yes. I was listening to a ballad yesterday. <laughs> very, very good.
2: Uh, Broken Crown Hollow. <laughs> yes, Broken there Crown Harlow.
1: Very, very good. Uh, yes. So, any ballads on the new album? And um, I think the other question I'm going to ask, and it's been alluded to in a couple of interviews that we've seen online, is uh, how is the change in lineup since the recording of Broken Crown Harlow um, affecting, or is it affecting the recording or the construction of the songs? Because I, I remember us hearing that Andrea has mentioned that they're looking for possibly kind of a slightly different drumming style because of the way that dr- Ryan likes to drum. Um, but I'm, I want to see if that's actually is realised in what they're doing and whether they're consciously making a difference or if they're, you know, creating the songs like they always have and seeing how they come together, basically. Yeah, so those are the questions that I have. Uh, my plan is to take my recorder with me and shove it in the face of random band members um, and hopefully get them to answer the question. If I get time, I don't know what the... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the schedule's going to be like. They might just sort of be flying in, doing their set and flying out again or... There might be a bit of time afterwards or before they're set. I just don't know. Um, I've got to um, see if I can actually sort of see them, get to see them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, beyond delivering of some parcels that I promised I would do. Um, That's kind of it, really. Uh, But we'll see how it goes. And assuming I get answers, then hopefully you'll see them on a podcast or hear them on a podcast in the near future. Okay, well, that brings us on to our review this week on the podcast. We are still working our way through the songs on Broken Crown Halo. We're getting close to the end now, which means that Lacuna have got to work on this album, give us more things to review. This week, we are, say, so right near the end, and we are reviewing, in the end, I Feel Alive. And I think it's me to start, actually. It's not often I admit that. Usually it usually takes Russ to poke me and go, yeah, it's you. I've looked back and I think the last one I I did I started off with was um, Cyber Sleep, so this is three songs on from that, so it must be round to me again. Anyway, yeah, in the end I feel alive. So it opens with that that kind of kind of spooky gothic synth synth kind of sound, which reminds me of quite a lot of Dark Adrenaline. We then get Andrea who starts with the first couple of verses, which I think handles very very well. Um, there's a good pace to the song I like the way that the the, the the guitars sort of work in and there's a good bass which which is I, I think um, felt quite strongly throughout the whole song Christina kicks in with the ver- with the verse with the chorus I should say um, which is the uh, how much is this going to hurt you promise me you'll never tell a lie don't tell me it's over in the end even in the end I feel alive uh, and it's back to Andrea on the verse and Christina picks up the the chorus once more uh the song structure wise I think it's it's quite different from a lot of the songs that we've seen on the album um the i think the nearly two minutes of lead out at the end is something very very different very very atmospheric i really like that part actually um the transition from the the vocal part of the song into that works really well and it, it provides a strong atmosphere which continues to build up. I think the, the bass sort of comes in uh, probably about 20 seconds into that. And again, it, it continues to build up and up and up. And then the song itself kind of ends with that kind of spooky outro that we got at the beginning to start the song. So it gives a kind of a, a complete loop in the way that the, um, the, the song works. I, I got, I'm a big fan of this song uh, in terms of what it's about. Well, I'm, I don't want to speculate too much. I mean, my assumption is it's a breakup of a relationship. I certainly hope because it's burn baby, burn baby. I'm assuming it's nothing to do with that. Guys. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I, I think that um, there's clearly been a breakdown in a relationship between two people. Um, I will shut the door and hide the key. Uh, how much is this going to hurt? You promise me you'll never tell a lie. Again, I get a sense that there is there's something horribly wrong. I did trust your word, but I don't trust your actions. Walk on broken glass, a chemical reaction. Uh, I'll give you a taste of your own medicine. Something's, someone's feels betrayed, or feels betrayed, I should say, and the other person is doing something about it. I get a sense that they are going to make some big decision, probably leave the other person. There's that note towards the end, time to break free. How much is this going to hurt? So someone's going to do something which I know is going to hurt them a lot, but they're going to do it anyway. Um... And that bit in the end, even in the end, I feel alive. I'm alive. I'm alive. Is whether or not that's a kind of something they're saying to themselves to give themselves strength, or maybe it's the or it's the what happens after they've done what they're threatening to do. I don't know, but um, I think um, lyrically the the song works really quite well. I'm a big fan of this song. I think it's one of the one of the strongest songs um, at the end of Broken Crown Halo. In fact, Mike, what do you think of it?
0: I think it's a gem of a song as well. I think that while you could interpret at the very end of, well, or maybe halfway through the um, song with the burn baby, burn baby, that part might be a bit repetitive and almost as if it's half finished with then the, the huge outro at the end with the um, everything. But I think that works in its favour and um, it works really well. Um, you've covered everything that I've written down about the opening and everything, the fast-paced nature of the song. I think that the um, interplay between both Andrea and Christina works really well, and definitely a breakup song for me as well, I've written down. And I really like it, the drum and bass and everything else throughout it, and... The, the long musical thing at the end, I, I really love. And I think it would be a good song live as well to try at some point, possibly.
1: Okay. After the, the, your use of technical language here, that musical thing at the end.
0: Yeah, that Excellent. thing.
1: I'm, sure, I'm yeah. sure all the hours that they slaved away
0: to develop yeah, that, uh, thingy, and, yeah. that
1: thing you did at the end was quite good. Yeah, that thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, what do you think of In the End, I Feel Alive?
2: In the end, I agree with you both. I'm a big, big fan of this song. Um, I think it's very simplistic but different. Um, Interestingly, it's sort of the one song in the album which has got that sort of 4-4 groove and it's sort of really solid in-the-pocket plan. And Hmm. I think Mike touched on it. I really, really would like to see this live and just sort of see the... Musicianship between Ryan and Mouse with the guitar and the drums on this. So I think it would just be something really, really heavy hitting live. But uh, it adds something different. Interestingly, neither of you touched upon it, but this is the one Lacuna Chorus song that actually sort of features some wah on the guitar which adds a different texture, and I think that's the biggest strength of the song, sort of adding adding textures, adding, adding dynamics to it. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. if I have one criticism of it, which is minor because I'm a big, big fan of the song, I sort of take the outro the opposite way. I, I totally agree it does sort of create an element of atmospherics. For me, it just sort of outstays its welcome a little bit in the repetitiveness, but that's not taken away from sort of what comes before it. I think the vocals um, are strong from both Christina singing the chorus and Andy singing the verses, Um, And I really sort of um, picked up the similar sort of sentiments as yourself in terms of the lyrics that, you know, it's clearly about a breakdown in relationship. It's sort of a tale of sort of lies, deceit and -hmm. and denial and someone looking to sort of come out of that sort of, you know, the pissed off, angry vengeance. So dark song lyrically, um, an interesting dark song musically as well with that that spookiness that you both mentioned. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely like to see this live one day and a a very well placed song. And I think probably the best position it could be on the album.
1: Yeah, where do you think it would go on a set list? Because I, given this lengthy outro, it feels to me like it should be the last song before...
2: The encore. The encore. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah Kind of walk
1: off or something. to
2: like yeah, a breakdown. Yeah, that,
1: yeah. That, that, that's kind of where I see it. I think you're right. I think it would work really well live. I think um, the pace of it, as you say, that the, the guitar, drum however as you described it, they work really well and i said and you can see them playing off each other, I think it gives a, it's actually a song that I feel gives it's, it's quite a lot for everybody to do you see what I mean, I think it, it feels like a very balanced song when you look across what's happening in it and the the various different members of the band and what they have to do in the song, I like it it's, it's well constructed like that um, I do take your point about the outro, maybe outstanding, it's welcome, well, unlike I think it's Infection that I that, that's the bit that I feel that there's a bit in there which I think is unnecessary. This one never did that for me, and and actually because of the way that this the outro works, it wasn't my natural choice for a live song. I didn't really think of it like that. I saw it much like um, Cyber Sleepers, very much an influenced by um, film movie. Mm, Definitely yeah. see this is a kind of a movie soundtrack song. Um, you could even take the the um, the what's the word I'm looking for i am say the musical part the instrumental the, you could even take the instrumental part and include that in us as part of a a movie itself you know a bridging number or something um, and then I could imagine the rest of the song coming along as a kind of closing credits type stuff uh, yeah I, I really see this as a very cinematic song but doesn't initially for me lend itself to being a live song but both of you say um, that it would, and actually thinking about it, I completely agree with you. Okay, so I'm getting a sense that we're all collectively big fan of this song. In terms of numbers, then, I am going to give this 9 out of 10 real big fan of this song. Listen to it quite a lot. Really like the way it's constructed. Um, Mike, what numbers are you going to give it? Uh, 9.75. 9.75. That is close to perfect, Mr. Dyer. Mm. wow okay big big fan what about you russ
2: me i think you've pushed me out because i was thinking sort of eight eight and a half but then the more i think about it i'm sort of going to edge towards a nine because i think there's a lot of life and a lot of flexibility on this song i think it could be played as it is i think it could work acoustic and i think it could sort of have variations in a tempo as well whether it's sort of a a fast heavy down tune song or or something lighter so uh, there's a lot of life in it and it it said needs to be played live so nine out of ten
1: 9 out of 10. So we've got two out of 10s and a 9.75 out of 10. That's a massive score for this song. And I think it's fair to say that um, Broken Crown Halo is, is coming to end on a high. Although this isn't the end yet. We've got another song to play, which we'll pick up next time, of course. Okay. Cheers, guys. Uh, excellent, excellent um, score for In the End, I Feel Alive. So that brings us to a close this week on the Empty Spiral podcast. I would like to say we'll be back next week, but I really can't guarantee that right now. We are trying our hardest to get together. We haven't forgotten you. Um, and please don't forget, um, we forget us. We do um, welcome your opinion. Um, so do get in contact with us. Of course, you can do so. All the regular haunts via the Empty Spiral website, of course, is the main place to find us, which is www.emptyspiral.net. We're, of course, on iTunes. And the Stitcher Radio Networks, you can leave comments on the podcast there or send us a um, a message by doing so and we'll respond. Um, obviously, we're also on the various social networks, uh, most prominently on Twitter and Facebook, but you'll also find us on um, Google+. And also, we're on Tumblr as well, so you really have no excuses if you want to get in con- contact with us. And that includes if you want to join us on the podcast for a chat Or to tell us all about your love for Lacuna. Oh, that's what we're here to do. So, yes, anyway, without further ado, I think that brings us to a close. Um, I think I'm probably going to go off and watch a bit more Netflix after I've completed the editing on this one tonight. Uh, I'm not quite sure when this one's going to go live. I might try and make this a midweek one because I'm not available next weekend. So um, I'll work out how best to release this to the wild, as it were. You may well see it earlier than you expect. Anyway, guys, what are you off to do?
0: Uh, Just relax, I think, after a busy weekend on the roller coasters.
1: Oh, yes, on the roller coasters, of course. What about you, Russ?
2: Me, I think I'm going to chill out with some music. I don't know what yet, but um, maybe a bit of catatonia, I think.
1: Oh, good plan. I feel like a good bit of catatonia. Anyway, one and all, uh, enjoy the rest of your week, and uh, we'll catch up very, very soon, hopefully. Uh, But until (laughs) then, um, enjoy Lacuna Call. Speak to you all soon. Thanks.
0: Cheers, everyone. Ciao, guys.